Nice. All right. So, you know, I, I, I got to go over this with you guys. Um, okay. When I was growing up, and I think we all dealt with this at one point as we went, oh, man, I'm glad I'm not an old fogey. Like, I'm sure when I'm 30 or when I'm 40, my parents' age at the time, I'm not going to worry about, like, you know, I'm going to be in with all the things that the kids like because I'm a kid right now and I know what kids like. And we, oh, yeah. we have this mindset and it's, it's stuck with us. And then suddenly we turn 30 and we can't keep up with kids anymore, or at least I can't. And I, I think I figured out the reason why. And it just – it becomes a point in your mind where you consciously go, I no longer want to pursue this. And uh, 26 or something? You're not that old. Well, 28, yeah. But still, like, okay, well. like with me, because growing up, I, I grew up on the internet and I actually grew up on the internet. Like we talked about IRC and stuff like that. Like that, that yeah, was yeah, me yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. But – you know, me, it was PHPBB, you know, the public bulletin boards. We had Guy Online where I got groomed a lot for some reason. Didn't even know I was getting Same. groomed, but, uh, you Same. know, Guy Online's a grooming pit. Uh, you have all these things. And then MySpace was really popular when I was, like, 17, and it took me forever to migrate to Facebook. Like, I think I was 22 before I realized that MySpace was dead. And this is, like, 2012 before I even migrated to Facebook. And this is someone who grew up on the internet, like Yahoo chat rooms. Like, I grew up on social media. And then, uh, at this point, Twitter had been around since 2007. Uh, Instagram had been around. And, like, I barely forced myself to get onto Facebook. And now, like, kids are talking about the apps they use to communicate. I mean, it was it was Vine and now it's TikTok. TikTok is the major <laughs> social app. And I can't stand it. I, I actually cannot stand it. It's, I don't know if just the, the film quality is so bad, like kids holding their phones vertically. Like, they're not witty. They're 15. They're not smart. They're not intelligent. Like, and their humor is very much like replica humor. It's like watching a bunch of little filthy Franks who don't know what made filthy Frank funny. They just thought it was random. Trying to be offensive to other people online while underage girls basically sell themselves like premium snaps. Like, I can't stand it. And so I know in like three years, I'm going to be that crotchety old man. Everyone's like, oh, why can't the Mothman keep up with anything? That's why. That right there is why. It's because I, I chose not to continue the trend. I refuse to have a TikTok. I, like, I have an Instagram. All I upload on Instagram is Warhammer models. Like, that's it. I don't even have that, dude. I pretty much only use Discord and Twitter. Well, I mean, Discord Discord was weird. Like, Discord is it's, it's so weird because it... It feels very much made for the people who grew up on the public bulletin it's boards. It's just IRC 2.0. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's yeah. it's everything mm-hmm. we needed. And it's like as soon as Discord goes, I don't know if my if I'm going to be able to jump to the next ship because Discord is so comfy. Yeah, like, honestly. The only thing Discord, it's missing 500 by 300 signatures, and that's it. If, if we had that, boom, great, Discord. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think he means oh. like the signatures that like at the end of forum posts. Oh, oh God! Oh, those, <laughs> yeah, those still exist on yeah. Guy Online. That's how I know about this. Oh my God, dude! I, uh, I actually used IRC, I, even despite my age, um, because like uh, the animation community I was in is so was so fucking behind that we were using like, IRC clients and old ass forums with signatures and shit, and it was it was so analog. It was great. But well, uh, League of Legends for the longest time, uh, when League of Legends first started, and it was still run by Pendragon, and it wasn't owned by China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to, like, Pendragon would just chill in a Quake IRC. Like, he just had this old Quake <laughs> IRC that he would do all of his work in and everything. And I would just talk to him. Like, I'd be like, hey, you want to get a game in? He's like, oh, hell yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, I liked IRC. It was fun. It was like a weird, I mean, it's basically just a Discord server with one channel. 
Uh, I mean, you could have multiple channels. The the problem was there. Yeah, was... but they weren't. They were like they weren't linked in any way. They were just kind of existing on a server. And... Yeah, and it, it, it's funny to say there's no user accountability on IRC because that's kind of what IRC was for. Is like you didn't track IPs on IRC yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, it was all just like really. Yeah. So like you know if you could have the name like brain surgeon, someone else could have the name brain surgeon in the IRC, yeah. and you'd never know who the same person was. That was good because then the FBI can't be tracking your ass for pirating King's Quest. Uh, yeah, it is a lot more secure than Discord. That's their number one priority because it was more. It was there was nothing relying on it. You bought your own servers. You did all your own shit. Or you just hosted your own server. Yeah. Yeah, that that too. That works. Okay. All that shit. It was all like you know. It was no uh, company dependency where they can steal all your information and sell it to. Uh, Big boys. Man, yeah. listening to Moth talk to the youngin about the Wild Wests of the old internet, it, it's really invigorating considering <laughs> I almost completely missed the whole thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, if you want, we can go even further back. I could take you yeah. back to like 1999 where if you wanted to get anime, you had to get like this little magazine. It was like the Sears catalog of anime. And you had to like yeah, go yeah, through yeah. what VHSs you wanted and you had to like write them a letter with a $20 bill in it to get it. I heard about that. I never like, you know, obviously I didn't really ever do that, but like I, I heard about like the, the, the fucking like horror stories about that shit. It was like, Oh yeah. Well, no, what they would do is you'd have to basically, you would have to get a hold of them. Sometimes you could write them an email, like towards the end of the nineties, yeah. you could write them an email, but a lot of the time you had to write them a letter and say, Hey, can you send me the catalog? They would send you the catalog. And what they did is cause they, they wanted to like save money is the porn catalog was sent with the normal catalog with this little like this this little seal on it that's like if you're a child don't open this section of the catalog and that's it nice and they just fucking nice. sent you the catalog hey just like you know just, you can trust them we can trust them yeah, you know, yeah. it's fine it's fine it's, 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 it's fine yeah and so you, you, you like go through and you just like look at the names and like this is back when the names are even more japanese than they are now like where everything is like high-grade Tenchi Panic is, like, the most American-sounding name you could find. And you're just like, oh, I wonder what this is about. And the synopsises are always like, a brother and sister save the world. And you're just like, oh, gosh. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> save the world. Uh, as as generic as people say anime is these days, I've I've went back and watched some old stuff. Man, it's just the ugliest shit. Oh, I can't. No. I can only imagine living in that time. I still no, think no, it's no, no, a, no. A generic effect where people think like, if you, I mean, I don't know. This probably applies to like everything ever. And I'm not like I'm not even sitting any new ground by saying this, but everyone always thinks that the, the like it's it was always better like ten years ago because mm-hmm. like, but it's like the exact same shit, just in different ways. No, no, man, Slayers was Slayers was peak art style like. Mm, give me those jelly bean faces. Hold on, I, gotta I can't even argue with you. Slayers is is like I've never actually sat down to watch uh, uh, more than one episode at a time of Slayers, and it was always whenever it was just airing on. Oh, their... this style. Yeah, that this, old eighties style. <laughs> that is Fuck the you. best style right there. That is like oh, the original no, harem art style with the spiky haircuts and the freaking flagpole hair. I don't know, man. Hey, Moth, always do you remember when me. not every single anime looked exactly the same? Oh no, I, I'm I'm with you, but I mean, that's even that's an exaggeration, though. Well, no, you you it's had cute. three traditional styles back in the day, and it was very easy to tell it apart. You had the shonen style, and it was very yeah. squat characters like Pokemon. And then yep. you had the style, the, the shoujo style that was targeted towards women, and it was very tall and graceful characters. And then you had the style that was like almost senin, but not quite. And that was just 
ridiculously almost cartoonish characters and that was slayers like that was the jelly beans with the big tits like you knew what you were getting and it's weird these days there's there's more styles than we know what to do with but the there's one like there's like one or two styles that are actually popular it's the sao style Uh, (laughs) yeah like every single main character has to have the exact same face and that's how you make money. To be fair, shonen protagonists haven't really looked different in 20 years. I mean, unless it's a card game anime, like, you're not going to tell a difference. <laughs> I'm really bad about this, but in the opposite way. Like, the opposite direction. I'm really, like, awful for this. Because, like, I, I I almost exclusively seek out things that look, like, different, essentially. Like I don't, But to the point where I ignore shows that are potentially really good just because they have the generic style. Like, mm-hmm. it's to a fault. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm being, like, cool and quirky. But also, I just don't... I, I will, like, I don't know, what's a, what's a good show? What's a good yeah, show that has, like, a generic art yeah, style? Yeah. I guess Kaguya, right? Like, that's an exception no. for me. Oh, Kaguya. I thought you oh. said, I thought you said Kaiji. I was no, like, no, Kaiji, no, Kaiji. Kaiji is, like, the complete opposite. I love Kaiji because, and I, and I got into it because I thought, like, oh, this looks so unique. And it was. Oh, I mean, I was going to say Drifters, but then I remember, like, Drifters has my favorite style. So I was like, never mind, that doesn't Drifters work. Drifters is pretty non, yeah, it's pretty yeah. unique. Um, I... Drifters isn't really unique. It just has like the face, like the faces yeah. are like they're just slightly more exaggerated, but also kind of look realistic. It's really interesting. I, I wouldn't say these look realistic at all, to be honest. Drifters also, yeah, Dr- Drifters. Yeah, I was that's what I meant. I don't think they look realistic at all. They just they look just they still look very anime. They just like a lot more uh, like more exaggerated features, I guess. Like the eyes are huge. And well, like, I, uh, there's there's one thing at this point, like there there now there's two. I mean, the the one thing that you guys know is like big muscular men punching each other. Like you know that's gonna get me. But the other thing that I've just just gal like guess who gal is just any anime really? that really drives facial expressions right now. I've been loving. That's why uh, what was it? Uh, the gambling one, the high school girls gambling was really. Oh good. yeah, the trash. Uh, Kakeguri. Yeah, Kakeguri. Yeah, Kakeguri. Just. Mm, beautiful and then drifters had a lot of gal faces in it as well so it's just like kaiji for whores yeah kaiji was great yeah kaiji for whores <laughs> kaiji <laughs> uh. so so basically what you're saying here moth is that you're an old man who wants to do nothing but watch porn uh no actually i i don't actually like etchy anime at all like at all <laughs> no you just want them to be making that face that looks like they're getting fucked no, no, that's that's, that's no, Ahi that's, Gao. That's like, that's, yeah, yeah, guess yeah, who Gao like, is like Gao smug? Is, it's, it's unbelievably weird, smug. No, it's not even smug. It's more like demeaningly sadistic. sadistic yeah, like, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's like uh, they're mocking you vehemently. They. <laughs> well, what, what's the main girl's name in uh, in uh, Overlord? Like Albatross or something? Al- fucking. <laughs> Al- uh, Al- Albedo. Yeah, Albedo. She does great, Guess Who Gal, because she's got that gorilla face. They actually if make fun of her for it. only she was a fucking it. character. <laughs> she doesn't need to be a character. Her whole job is sexual tension. I'm not going to go off on Overlord tension. today, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to fucking <laughs> do it. This is not the time and not the place. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the We Hate Anime podcast. It's the only podcast that hates anime almost as much as I hate reading off a script. I'm your host, English Mike. Uh, joining me, as usual, is uh, the one who watches... Uh, that would be the Mothman. Hey you. And my amphibious friend, the Frog King. That's me. So, starting off, you know, we've already went into it. Let's talk about Godzilla. And I'm going to surprise. Uh, I'm going to surprise you, Moth. 
I don't think we're going to argue about it. Oh, I, I really hope we're not going to argue about it because I hated that movie. Like, uh, so so first off, like I, I know that's taken off a huge bite and just being like, oh man, I hate Godzilla. No, I grew up on Godzilla. Like when the Sci-Fi Channel first started and all they would air is Godzilla like reruns. Oh. And, like, you'd be that's a kid childhood. and you'd go to, like, I don't know if you guys had a Cars or a Safeway growing up, but that's, like, the main store in Alaska. Uh, we have a Cars Safeway and, like, the movie section, all they would have is Godzilla movies. Like, Godzilla vs. Spider Island, Godzilla vs. Mothra, like, all those original Godzilla movies. I had every single one of them on VHS. I love Godzilla. And I get everybody's 2014, like, oh, it wasn't a very good Godzilla movie. No, it wasn't. Neither was Godzilla 2001 or 99, the Taco Bell Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. but this one was actually bad. And all those things people are seeing right now where reviewers are like, there's too much monster action in it. No, no, there is no monster action in this movie. Yeah. This movie is 110 minutes long and there are maybe 10 solid minutes of monster fighting. Are there scenes with monsters doing stuff? Yeah. You know, there's a couple here and there, but there is 10 minutes of monster fighting. The rest of the movie is just an angry single father screaming at the military. Oh, and something oh. about eco-terrorism. Man, it's even worse than that. Uh, but before I go into my spiel, uh, do you have any uh, 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 history with Godzilla, Frog? I have literally none. I have actually, I think I, uh, the most experience I've had with Godzilla is that I, I rented a Wii game about like Godzilla fighting people, and I thought it was dumb, and I didn't play it anymore. Was that a Godzilla King of Monsters or Destroy All Monsters? Know, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was originally a GameCube game, and it's like a four-player brawler, right? I think so. It was like a 3D arena fighter, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did suck. It's a terrible game. Yeah, uh, That game would have been better if all the characters would have been unlocked from the beginning, because you can just fuck around in it, but you have to play through the shitty game to unlock all the characters you actually want to play. Yeah, and Mega Godzilla like kicks your dick in. Like, yeah. Mechagodzilla is unbeatable because I think they did, like, a, a life system back in the day. And it was just like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually, um, I'm, I'm curious. Cause I, I haven't, like, uh, I'm not into Godzilla at all. I've, but uh, seeing all the talk about it recently has actually gotten me curious about it. So I actually looked up uh, some clips from other Godzilla movies. I looked up some Godzilla monsters. Just, like, some, like, you know, tokusatsu, like, giant monster stuff, etc. I know if Godzilla mm-hmm. isn't exactly Tokusatsu. Is it kind of as Tokusatsu? It is. Okay. Uh, tokusatsu means uh, basically uh, lo- uh, action with effects. Oh. So that, that includes... That's very uh, generic. <laughs> it's very yes. vague. Okay, it, I thought it... It, it's, I... it typically means uh, people in suits with yeah. uh, actions that have some kind of effects. Because like, the way uh, I... Sentai with its big explosions yeah, and shit. Yeah, the way I thought of it was like Sentai and like Gridman, etc. Stuff like that. You know, like just a... Uh, kind of like this almost like a saturday morning type deal but i guess that counts as well i mean was godzilla yeah. a saturday morning thing i don't know no uh, uh, godzilla was movies like they they actually yeah. did a movie every year it's it's kind of like what they do with one piece where like every year you get a one piece movie that that was right, godzilla yeah. throughout the 70s oh, okay. except most of them were good <laughs> hey, 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 hey. you gonna <laughs> tell me right now that strong world wasn't good that, I don't know which one that is that the island of dr magoo or whatever that one piece movie wasn't good you know I've that seen, one. I've seen. I've seen a quarter of one of them, my friend. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm not going to tell you One Piece movies are good because they're terrible. But um, Strong World was actually written by Ichio Oda, and so that's like the only one he's actually done, and it's pretty good. And then the guy who did uh, Summer Wars and the first Digimon yeah. movie, the the one where Soda. Yeah, yeah, he did a One Piece movie, and it is by far the best one of the group. 
I that's the one I want to see, but I don't know which one it is, and so I've it's not even tried to look for movie it. Movie six. It's the island of Captain Something. Um, so like, if you just type in One Piece, the island of, it'll pretty much you'll get it. I feel like every single one is the island of something, though. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> that's you because got... every single thing, every arc is an island. <laughs> that's like the entirety of One Piece is just figuring out what the island is of. <laughs> you know, like, but oh, this time we're on the island of cakes, and then she's a bitch who eats cakes and shit. Like, and then she no, no, she does the cakes. No, no, it's it's worse than that, man. Like, she could steal your soul through your ass. Wild By Kappa, you into cake? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Sarah again. Anyway, I'm, we're going a little but, off track. But, so Godzilla, yeah. I am just the biggest because it, it comes back to my love of Tokusatsu, and I think Godzilla is where that started. Big, dumb action movies with fake-as-shit people in rubber costumes. Yeah. And and most of when you're watching that as a kid, you're seeing it, and your imagination is what's going. You're, you're seeing the, the floppy uh, Rodan, uh, Rodan wings, and you're like, wow, those are flipping up gusts of wind, it's so cool! But really, it's just a man in a very poorly made costume and occasionally they'll they'll just have a little model attached to a string and they'll do like a zooming shot past it <laughs> it's <laughs> it they're very not poorly made cuz the direction in most a lot of Godzilla movies are fantastic but they're typically like uh very uh fake looking movies that are really fun and that yeah. that's kind of what I like so much about Tokusatsu and I actually, uh, in the stories in almost all of them, they're not great. They, honestly, uh, no, there it's, are some. It, it's it's a different monster is popping out to re-terraform yeah. the planet. I mean, you know, oh man, this monster drills hole in the ground and it's stopping our construction mm-hmm. project because the ground is no longer fertile. Like, you just, it's dumb. Like, it's it doesn't yeah. have to make sense. Hey, your baby is being eaten by giant spiders. Go get it, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're no plot. Yeah, that's that's that they are vehicles for just really fun action, uh, and and the, there are some like the original Godzilla movie, uh, the uh, Japanese Godzilla movie from 2015, and even Final Wars. Like Final Wars is a goofy plot, but it's a it's a really interesting plot, in my opinion. Um, these they have like engaging plots and and actually have a message, especially the one from 2015. That one's like. Fuck you, Japanese government, the movie. Uh, so they have the ability to tell those kinds of stories, but but all they have to be is fun action. And in, in 2014, its problem was that... Uh, I actually didn't hate the human stuff in 2014, probably because I'm a, a big fan of Brian Cranston, and I have been since I was a little kid. And, I mean, as soon as he dead, was dead, I, w- I wasn't as interested in it, but go- going forward, it was like his, his son carrying on his legacy. So I was... I, I, I was probably more forgiving than I should have been for that movie. But the monster stuff in that movie sucks because it's Godzilla and honestly a really fantastic design of Godzilla versus generic monsters called the Mutos that are just fodder. Like they, they, they exist because the, I, 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 you know what? It's probably that Tully was like, hey, uh, we don't know if your movie's going to be good, so you can't use the good ones. They're the bugs uh, <laughs> from Starship Troopers. Like, if you look at them, they are the infantry <laughs> totally bugs are. from Starship Troopers. Like, the exact things. <laughs> uh, no, th- this is this is ultimately what it comes down to. I don't know why American directors do this, but, like, Guillermo del Toro, if he had gotten the rights to this movie, 
it would have been perfect. And only Guillermo del Toro, in my opinion, could have done this. And it's because Guillermo del Toro is aware that sometimes audience just want to watch senseless action. And they don't, mm-hmm. they don't want this great overarching theme about humanity is destroying the planet. They don't want anything. They just want to see Godzilla blow shit up. And but, but that's one of the things, though, like the the environmental messages they're they've been in Godzilla since the beginning of Godzilla. The problem, though, with uh, King of the Monsters is that it's it's not on the nose. It's jumping off of Godzilla's fucking nose. Like it's it's so just oh, it's so obnoxious. And that's like only part one of what makes it so obnoxious. And, and I, let me just say this. Every single scene where a monster is on screen is amazing to me. I, I in fact, I I didn't even start like being bored until probably forty minutes in. But at that point, I started keeping a mental like count in my head of how much percentage of this movie I wish was removed for action. And it started at five percent of human drama removed, and I think by the end I was like, "Man, I could have done with forty percent of this movie gone." And that's a kind of a big problem. No, I, I could have done with fifty percent. I don't know what it is about American directors wanting to believe that Americans need to be front and center of a movie, or just people need to be front and center for a movie. They don't. It's Godzilla. Put the damn monster in a playpen, let him brawl for 30 minutes straight without cutting the footage. We've proven with the Dragon Ball Brawly movie I was about to that you the can have How... action for an hour straight and people won't be bored. You do cuts. The Brawly movie was smart about it. They were fighting Brawly. They were Mm -hmm. fighting Brawly. They took a break. You got two minutes of pure comedy while Frieza got his dick beat in. And then it got right back to the action. They had to do that. That's all they had to do. Movie would have been good. There is 10 total minutes of monster fighting. And of those 10 minutes, it is broken up into 12 second segments over and over Mm -hmm. and over again. 12 seconds of monsters hitting each other. 20 seconds of a white dude yelling at the government. 12 seconds of monsters hitting each other. Two minutes of a white dude yelling at the government. That is it. That is the entire yeah, movie. It's it's not even like the, a white man yelling at the government. It's literally the two worst parents that have ever existed <laughs> arguing over who's the worst parent. Oh my it's God. it's the worst. Okay, okay. I need, I, to the point... Oh, go ahead. I need you to clear something up for me. I, I'm not going to say you guys are wrong because I haven't seen the movie at all. Uh, or I'm not gonna say anyone's right or wrong, but uh, the biggest complaint I hear about critics about this movie is the exact opposite of what you're saying. No, it's, it's I know it's a marketing it's so scheme. Weird. At this point, I'm actually positive it was a marketing scheme. It was the same thing with <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel wasn't a good movie. It wasn't gonna be a good movie. It wasn't gonna carry the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It wasn't gonna take us to a higher plane like the Spider-Man movie did. So they stirred up a bunch of hate, a bunch of fake drama, and they fed it to news outlets and they fed it to viewers, and we ate it up. And Captain Marvel got way more ticket sales than it deserved and got rated much higher as a movie than it should have been just because they knew how to market it and that's exactly what they did (laughs) no 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 they're turning the godzilla's gay it's just Uh. i'm i'm not i'm not necessarily gonna say you're wrong because that doesn't even seem that like ridiculous to me honestly the fact that they would pull that but it is kind of strange how just like all the critics is things about this movie is there's too much monster fighting there's not there's none there's none there literally is no monster fighting in this movie the weirdest thing about that is that going into this movie i 
wasn't really into it. 2014 was very underwhelming, even though I don't hate it as much as everyone else does. Uh, and, like, the posters and, like, pre-release material all looked okay. Uh, but I don't trust American filmmakers to make a kaiju movie. Uh, as soon as I started seeing reviews, they were like, man, what's with all this action? Where's the story? I was uh, salivating at the mouth because I was like, wow, maybe yeah. someone gets it. Oh, we all yeah, were. Right? We were super excited for it. And you know what? I, honestly, uh, going back to to Godzilla twenty, did you ever see uh, Godzilla twenty fifteen moth? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, I definitely thought it wasn't a great movie, but as far as like the beginning of a cinematic universe, it was pretty good. You know what's weird? It, it just oh, I, no, 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 not the uh, not the American one. I'm talking about the Japanese oh, twenty fifteen. The the one where they make fun of Americans for making Godzilla fat. <laughs> uh, no, this is the one that it's all about. Uh, uh, it's an allegory for um, Japan's uh, government's uh, lack of swiftness in responding to natural disasters after the Hiroshima or the was it Hir- uh, Nagasaki a reactor meltdown from 2012. Oh, yeah. uh, Hideaki Anno, who is the uh, uh, Evangelion guy, he wanted to make a, a Godzilla movie that was just explored that. So most of that movie is. Uh, politicians arguing about what to do with Godzilla and it's awesome like (laughs) there's not that much action in the movie Godzilla doesn't fight anyone he just slowly trundles through uh, Japan and the the reason why that movie is so entertaining is a whenever Godzilla does do shit it's literally the hypest shit that Godzilla's ever done including a, a power that he's never had before that is just the coolest shit ever. But uh, whenever you see the politicians arguing about what to do, you are made to feel frustrated, as are the characters who eventually say, fuck the politicians, I'm going to do something. And they enact this crazy fucking plan that works, and it's great. That movie had not nearly as much action as any other movie uh, in the Godzilla pantheon, but it was it's still one of the best cut to this movie which this movie has like all the ingredients to be a really good Godzilla movie but just wasn't cooked right it wasn't mixed well together you got the the Mothra set up to uh the this the Mothra being able to track Godzilla because I guess they bone or whatever because she's the queen of the kaiju (laughs) and he's the king of the kaiju I mean, uh, I if, if you watch works, the old but... stuff, that, that really was kind of what Mothra did. I mean, they would summon Mothra to go calm the other monsters down. Because that was Mothra's power, was to put things to sleep. That's what Mothra do. That is true, but they but they explicitly say shit like, So what, they fucking bone and shit? What's up with that? And the one guy's like, well, I mean, Indra species, maybe they don't. Whatever. So you got that that that's good then you got Godzilla who goes and uh uh fights King Ghidorah when he's awakened and that fights like pretty all right and then uh he loses and then they regroup in another location they fight uh again uh and and like the beats are there it's just in between each beat is some of the worst like not even like the worst story cuz Godzilla's don't have good stories really some of like the most boring contrived 
characters that I've ever experienced. And it's like you said, there's one angry white guy yelling, not a, <laughs> yelling that the, they aren't killing Godzilla and his wife who basically wants to fuck all Godzillas until the, the <laughs> earth becomes the perfect, uh, Adam and Eve utopia. Uh, and, <laughs> and meanwhile, their daughter's like, uh, the ultimate centrist and has to deal with both of them. Why don't we just uh, fuck uh, half the Godzillas? <laughs> did you did you see King Kong like two thousand? I want to say it was two thousand seventeen. The King Kong movie with John C. Riley. Did you see that one? No. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, terrible and amazing. No, it's good. It's good for a monster movie. It is exactly what a monster movie should yeah. be. It's just monkey beat the hell out of things for an hour and a half straight. That's all the movie monkey. has to be. Monkey fight, monkey kill, giant spiders and things sometimes kill people. It's amazing. Like that is exactly how a movie should be. Like and and that's 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 what it was. That oh, God's like maybe King Kong was great. Godzilla, if it could have harnessed a little bit of what King Kong had done, it would have been perfect. Instead, you just have this very lackluster. Like it, to me, it's even worse than two thousand one Godzilla. Like it's worse than Taco Bell Godzilla, and Taco Bell Godzilla wasn't even a Godzilla. Tokido, Can you give me context for Taco Bell Godzilla? What the fuck? Okay, oh, he so doesn't know. During, He's so young. So during the filming of the Godzilla 2001, <laughs> Taco Bell was really trying to establish themselves as a fast food restaurant. And you had movies like uh, The Demolition Man where Taco Bell was just throwing budgets at people. Like Taco <laughs> Bell was throwing money at movies so that they could become a mainstay fast food chain. Like, uh, so in 2001, they did a huge ad campaign with Godzilla 2001, where they had the stupid Taco Bell dog running around with a leash going, here, lizard, 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 here, lizard. And you remember this commercial 20 damn years later, because the most obscure, oh, yeah. stupid ass commercial <laughs> on the planet. And, there and was as a- soon as Godzilla shows up, he goes, I need that big out of box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just the dumbest. Oh, so yeah, 2001 so Taco Bell Godzilla. You gotta those 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 commercials are classic. Yeah, it, it's like uh, who was it? Was it when when Code Red came out? Was it Ice Cube who was driving through the desert in a semi truck with like a Code Red in his hand, screaming, "Crack the code, Code Red!" Oh, I don't remember that, but that sounds like it probably existed. Yeah, Taco it's, it's... Bell Godzilla commercial. Oh God. Yeah, right, just... talk, I'm gonna watch this. Keep talking. <laughs> no, it's. I, I think I've said all I need to say about this Godzilla movie. It was bad. It's not a Godzilla movie. The reviewers who are telling there's too much action in it are lying to you. There's too much humans talking. There's too much downtime. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a couple of good scenes. Like, the part where Rodan takes out an entire fleet of airships. Like, that's interesting. Oh, but, like... When he does that spiral attack, it's so fucking cool. It's, it's cool, but it's just... I was actually so bored by the humans, I couldn't appreciate the parts of the movie that were actually good. Like the, real, real talk. Whenever this movie comes out on Blu-ray and then it hits the you know the old oceans, I'm probably gonna download it and then recut it to just be like an action fest, and it'll probably be uh, immensely more entertaining. I honestly think the only part of the movie that got me slightly excited was when Kidora uh, ate a power plant and shot lightning out of every single orifice. Like that was awesome. That was so awesome. Yeah, I, I there was there was tons of like. I love the action in the movie, 100%. Uh, whenever, one of my, my favorite moments is after Godzilla defeats Ghidorah, and, like, uh, he does, he explodes because he's a nuclear power reactor that's uh, erupting. Uh, uh, do, do we want to spoiler so, this? Just in case you guys I mean, didn't guess, Godzilla's gonna win, but, you know, spoilers. <laughs> Godzilla wins. Come on, guys. He has to fight King Kong in 2020. Oh, my God. 
Flash. See, I'm excited for that because if you they get the director who did King Kong or Guerrero del Toro or um, I want to say I James like how that Cameron. Names changes every single time you say it. What you don't like Ballistic Gel Torso? <laughs> Speaking of exciting, uh, let's move on. Uh, Frog, you were recommending a show called. How did you pronounce it? Mechaude? Mechaude, I think it is. It's like, okay, so, uh, it's not, I mean, it's, it's hard to define. I, I think it's, this, they're trying to make it into a show. Mm-hmm. It was a Kickstarter project, I think, um, for like this little, I think they're an indie studio, uh, that I knew from, from them making some Eve music videos. Uh, Eve's like mm-hmm. a Japanese, like, pop rock band. Uh, I like them, they're good. So, when I heard they were doing, like, they're trying to make the actual full-length anime on Kickstarter's thing. I didn't actually support it. I found about it after. But they released a full episode with English sub and dub on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched it. I think... Did you watch it? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I actually watched it today. Yeah. Um, it's got, I didn't know there was a dub, though. I really wish I would have listened to that. It's got problems. It's not perfect. But it's just fascinating to me to see the idea, just like uh, a studio that's kind of... I don't know. It's just, it's just heartening it's to me to see a studio independently uh, it, make their own yeah. thing that they want to make, and they just do it, and it's just cool. And it's got some actually really cool animation at parts. And it's got this. Oh one. yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to look at it, Moth? Uh, no, no, I did not. I decided to watch something better called Tales of Lethrion. Uh, also great. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. I, I. I just did not get a chance to take a look at it. Sorry <laughs> about that. Don't, yeah. No. Don't worry about it. Um, it's it's really I I watched it and I was thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, the the story is kind of like aspects of the story are really interesting. Like the metal the the robot stands that everyone has. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has like uh, a weird like robo arm thing that can do different mm-hmm. things. Uh, it's it's a bit paced. Like it's mm-hmm. nothing. It's nothing that's gonna like blow your mind. But it's also just like. I don't know. It has though, uh, Moth. It has a, a, a very soon character that you will probably really in love, uh, really love because she looks like she'll beat your ass. See, I, and she would. I think you guys are like having this horrible misconception about what I actually <laughs> like. Like, I like strong women, but I don't just like strong women. Like, oh, I'm strong because I'm woman. Like, I like uh, no bruisers. She, yeah, you you would like her probably. Like, I like bruiser characters. I play orcs in tabletop games. I like characters that can suplex things. Like, that's that's my thing. Monks! No, monks are dumb. Monks oh, are all off. holy and chase and shit. Monks are the actual coolest class in any monks, game. Monks don't dip their dicks. They're boring. Monks don't have to dip their dicks. They dip their toes in your fucking eyes. Yeah, well, that's... You don't need to dip your dick if you have God on your side. Exactly. Well, I mean, they're not even, like, necessarily religious. They're just, like, super devout to their own causes. Just saying, man, Bard is master race. Bards are fucking fun. I can't deny. I don't know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, dude, yeah, you gotta play Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, you gotta play D&D, oh. man. We should, like, just, we should only... play D&D. But if you're Christian, played... you can only play 2nd edition. <laughs> I, I, bet that's a, I bet that's a really funny Dungeons & Dragons joke. Uh, second edition, there was a huge thing. I, I don't even remember if it was like the Bible Belt did it single-handedly, but basically there was so much lobbying against Dungeons and Dragons that they made an edition that had no mention of demonic enemies. Yeah. Weird. It was a wild time. Yeah. I have played one game of D&D, and it was really... 
I had a lot of fun, but I didn't have a lot of fun playing because the DM was boring. I had a lot of fun playing my character in the moments I was allowed to. It's definitely, DM was terrible. You definitely need to have a good DM and good players. It's like, it has to be a perfect storm for everything to go well. Well, so the the, the best DMs on the planet, uh, you can actually tell a bad DM right away because a bad DM yeah. will have combat encounters planned. Like... That right there is a dead giveaway that, like, unless it's the final mission, like, you're in the castle about to take on the warlock or something, if the DM has a combat encounter planned, he's a bad DM. Like, okay, I, don't, I think that's, I think that's uh, going a bit far. I think you can plan encounters, yeah. and you, they don't have to be, like, here's the thing. I, I plan encounters myself, but I don't, like, expect them to run into them necessarily. I'm like, okay, if this happens, then I have it ready. Yeah, it's well, no, like, no, no, that's, that's fine. But, but what yeah. I'm saying is, like, I can't tell you how many DMs I have where, like, roleplay, roleplay, roleplay all right, guys, we're going to end the last two hours of the night with a fight scene, and then we'll come back and then roleplay, 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 fight scene, end the session. Like, sessions are very organic, and a good DM can yeah. make them organic. I mean, I, I, I'm not, like, going to pretend I'm the best DM on the planet, because I'm not. I'm actually, like, pretty new at it. It's my second campaign. Uh, but I feel like I've fixed a lot of the problems I had before. We're getting way off track. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, 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 baby. Let's just talk. Boy. So, um, I mean, what do we else do we have on the list here? We got me bitching about fruits baskets for five minutes, <laughs> and then who cares what hate has to say? Oh. <laughs> um, by myself. Yeah, Stay um, that way. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I when I when I dungeon master, I wow, I just did the fucking full. When I DM, I. <laughs> I, I don't know, I tend to, like, I have combat encounters planned, but I don't usually, I never have a set time for them to happen. They just kind of happen if they if they happen and they don't if they don't. Like, last my last session was supposed to happen, I was expecting my players to go towards um, a thing I led them to, basically. I gave them a map of a place, mm-hmm. and I thought they were going to go to it. But I talked to them, like, after the session last this week, and they were like, oh, I thought that was going to be, like, a mid-game area. That's, like, scary, dude. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, I... I had to just come up with shit on the spot. It didn't end up well in the scenario, but I explained why. But so in the the one, I mean, it wasn't one game. We played for uh, almost a full year. Oh wow! Um, I mean, that's like you're, it, you're you're not even like new at that point. You're you're, you're experienced. You know what's going on. It yeah, fell uh, it, it it fell apart, and no one wanted to be there towards the uh, end. Well, that's no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there was really some really cool moments. I played uh, my character. Uh, I played a cleric uh, who was chaotic good. Uh, he, uh, were, uh, he was a worshiper of, um, I don't remember. It's a, it's, it's a God of justice. I can't remember. He uh, was half, uh, he was half, uh, half, uh, Miss Giant. So he had like some really cool abilities that like he could for, I think it was, uh, once a rest could, uh, l- levitate, uh, I think a 12 foot, in the, 12, 12 feet in the air and some bullshit. I could do some cool shit, but also, uh, I was chaotic good, and if anyone dared blaspheme my, uh, my chosen god, I would try and smite them with my book that I was allowed to have as a weapon that had the same, uh, attack stats as a mace. It was, it was really fun. (laughs) Um... And we were playing this campaign, and it was it was a pre-made campaign, and we were towards the middle... Actually, we were towards the end of this part. We were going into a castle filled with vampires, uh, and we had explored the castle to find relics to open a door, and we had to put the relics in the door in a certain order, otherwise you would get teleported to a waiting area, and you'd have to wait there for like two turns or, or whatever yeah. we were doing. I, everyone got teleported away, I was at the door, and I placed the, the, the relic in the right spot, the door opens up, and inside 
are uh, <laughs> are is a mountain of not a mountain is is an army of vampires and like three <laughs> vampire lords, and they all turn to look at me, the the god the the, the god fearing man I am, <laughs> and I had uh, I had the deck of many things, and uh, the deck of many things had allowed me to get a. Uh, a uh, a follower and he was a uh he was a dwarf and i named him beardo stumps um he was very horny in fact uh, earlier <laughs> in the campaign he had stick he had stuck his uh dick in a rock because he wanted to know <laughs> if it would feel good how does that work uh it was it was a magic crystal that we had to put something in and he got his dick in it before we put the thing in it <laughs> and he he lost his penis oh um this poor man but he he ran into the room and after he ran in the room my guy was like, nope, fuck, just closed, closed the door behind him, and we just left him there. <laughs> it was, it, the, good times were had. Uh, I, I'm not against playing Dungeons & Dragons, it's just you have to find the right group, and I don't like people. No, yeah, I, I feel that. I, 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 think, I, don't, I don't like having groups with random people. I always like to have people I actually know. Uh, so I, most of my groups are all mostly friends. I have maybe one or two guests that I don't know, and I'm willing to you know give people a chance. But as long as I have mostly people that I understand and I know can play well, it's like I'm, I'm all good. My favorite like D and D character, uh, conceptually anyway. My favorite like character like character writing wise is probably like Lance. But my favorite character who I made as a just as a concept was uh in my very first five E game actually when I moved to five E from four E, um, and it was uh it was like a homebrew race called an Anurian, which is like a like a five inch tall frog. Like he was tiny. Wait, wait you're gonna tell me that you play amphibious characters when you play games? I know, right? That's Shocker. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So I bet I bet one day I'm gonna come over to your house and there's just gonna be like a Nintendo entertainment console with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES <laughs> game and you're just still stuck on the water level twenty five <laughs> years <laughs> later. <laughs> I do have a surprising amount of frog plushies. That's awesome. Why, why frogs? Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, they're cute, buff. I mean, cute. We, we're gonna need to have this conversation eventually. But like, what, what is the appeal of frogs to you? I need to know. How do you? What? What do you like, mean? What, 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 what is so appealing about frogs? Like, Look at them. But, but before you judge uh, our, 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 our Lord and Saint, the Frog King, <laughs> I want you to to search your soul and ask yourself, what is so appealing uh, of the cloaca? Of a bug girl, you sick man. I got like thirty comics I can send you that go over this. Like, and ten of them are drawn by Americans. About five of them are drawn by like South Americans. Like, I can sit here and show you what's appealing. I have graphs and images. Like, you can't ask me for evidence on why moths are attractive. I have it. I can show it to you. I'm not trying to fuck the frogs. Is the difference? On top of that, like moths can make clothes. You can't make clothes with frogs. They don't need to. They have tongues. You can make a condom out of a frog. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I'm not saying I've done that before, but I am saying I live in the American <laughs> South. I mean, sometimes you go frog gigging and you get you, you catch your nice frog and you get ready to fry her up, but then you're wondering what you got to do with the rest of her. It, it happens. It just it reminds me of any time, like for my work, I have to go to North Carolina way, way too much. And you get all these guys from, like, the Deep South. And, and obviously nothing against anybody. But, like, you get the guys who talk about the stuff they do when they're catfishing. I'm just like, you know, I think I could see now why the South lost the Civil War. Because, like, 
they just like, have to harass again. Like, yeah, you know what you got to do there is sometimes you're gonna have a crocodile, or you're you're gonna have a snapping turtle and not a catfish. So when you're jingling with your hands, you want to start with a stick. And if the bite's strong enough to take out the stick, then 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 yeah. it's a turtle. It's not a catfish. And I'm like, yeah, what? But that's just common knowledge. I mean, you need to understand catfishes have. Uh, they have a really strong uh, uh, mouths, but they can't really hurt you. In fact, a lot of people, uh, if it's water that they know nothing else is going to be in, no copperheads and no uh, snappers, uh, snappers. I have no uh, idea what you just said. What you'll do <laughs> is you'll you'll get into the water and you'll just stick your whole arm in there and just slowly wiggle your fingers. This this, this doesn't a seem dumbass, like a dumbass uh, uh, catfish is going to see that. And try and swallow your arm, and then you just grab them by the inside, and you caught yourself a, a sweet old catfish. This is real. This thing that I am telling you is real. This happens. <laughs> it's just, you know, you know, like, you know, the most uneducated things that my people do here in Alaska <laughs> is like we drink antifreeze. That's it. And yet somehow that still seems more intelligent than wading out butt ass naked and sticking your hand in the water to catch fish. Hey, we don't. We may not drink antifreeze, but we do use it to make really good moonshine and methamphetamines. Oh, I mean, uh, no. Up up here in Alaska, it's heroin. It's not meth. It's heroin. We love our heroin. (laughs) Malt speaks from experience. No, no. Frogs are cool, right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so what's so appealing about frogs here? Because he just, you know what, after talking to Mike here, I I can tell you I like catfish a whole lot more than I did a few minutes ago, but I still don't like frogs. So where's your argument on frogs right now? You're just you're sending pictures of grumpy ass looking amphibians. Like, send me a picture of like froppy or something. I mean, oh my god, it's this is so good. Why does froppy matter? I'm I'm not interested. I mean, I love froppy, right? I love uh, she's great. But I'm not interested in a frog girl as much as I am just a frog in general. They're they're adorable. Look at them. So so are you sexually attracted to frogs or No. Not all of us are deviants, just most of us. I mean, I we got like an anime frog... podcast. I'm pretty sure Jesus isn't listening. I see like a frog girl like in like a hentai. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen one. Oh, he's seen one. I can guarantee yeah, yeah. that. So. Yeah, he's pretending to be innocent here. No. Uh, no, but, uh, so, so, no, wait, no, no, frogs. my friend sent me one. Oh, it was, it was yeah, I was all right. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, it was all right. I'm actually, that tongue action, bro. I'm, I'm glad he actually just summarized it that way because I would really hate to have to cut a conversation about <laughs> favorite doujinshis. Like, I'll do it. The moment we actually start talking about porn, I will change the topic because uh, nah. that ain't happening. <laughs> I, mean, I will make everyone, my family, everyone uncomfortable because people are going to know about this and my name is attached to this podcast my full god-given name so when we talk about my favorite ones i will be ostracized and i will be proud you know on second thought let's make episode three just like our favorite doujinshis then like i want you to like i I want you to do dry readings of them like (laughs) we we th- that that would be cannonballing into the deep end without our floaties on. Can we just do that Australian one where they changed all like the the lingo to like Australian <laughs> slang? Oh god, but that one that one's good for a good laugh. It's really good. Not... If if I ever want to use my my tears of joy as lubrication, I might read up on that one. <laughs> all right, so let's jump from one topic of sheer degeneracy to another one. Uh, fruits baskets. <sighs> you ready? You ready? You ready? 
The season of Fruits say? Basket sucks. <laughs> I hate I hate what you just said. No, no, it sucks. And and here's why, okay? Because it's there are a dime a dozen shitty harems. And they're for both genres. You can have your shoujo genres, you can have your shonen genres for harem, like you you got them. Fruits Baskets stood out because it was funny. It stood out for the same reason High School Host Club stood out. It was funny. You had a funny, entertaining show. And it was, you know, sure, there were some serious topics, but it was funny. Every episode was funny. I haven't been laughing at this season of Fruits Baskets at all. Like, at all. And it's funny because the background class cast is much more fleshed out than they had been traditionally. Her best friends are way more fleshed out than they had been in the original series. Yeah. And yet it's just bad. It, it, that's 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 where I disagree with you, though. <laughs> I think that the, the fact that... Uh, granted, I do miss some of the comedy. I really... I miss the 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 gaggle of stuck stuck up chicks singing their little uh, tune about how they're part of the Yuki Club. That's it. That shit's cute and funny and shit. But at the same time, they they pulled it back. It's more not dramatic, but it, it it's they're they're it feels more grounded. Like 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 they've toned down. Um, the most recent episode, there was that one guy who, uh, whose personality switches from being, uh, I don't care to, I want to fuck, uh, Yuki. Yeah, the cow. Uh, at the drop. Yeah, the cow. Yeah, he's uh, great. Wonderful character. And they, they, but they toned down his, like, he was very obnoxious in the, in the original source material. Yes, and he was great because he's not a major love interest. He's a side character. Blow him out of proportions. Make him <laughs> dumb. Make him unbearably ridiculous. Like, that's what you do. And to, to a degree, I, I agree with you if, if that's what you're going for. But this adaptation is very clearly going for less of the comedy side of Fruits Basket and more towards, you know, the actual themes and story of Fruits Basket. And I actually... I am appreciating it more than the, the not the source material. The manga is amazing, but more than the other anime. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, it's it's full of flaws. And I almost I almost dropped it not out of like disgust or anything, but just out of oh shit, did another episode come out? Uh, and that's just because I haven't been like keeping track of it. It comes out on a weird day, I think. Yeah, it comes out on um, Thursdays, I believe. Yeah, so it's it's an odd day for me because usually I don't watch anime on Thursday, so I end up missing it in the deluge of the weekend. Um, but it, the only criticism I really have for it is that dumb fucking particle effect they have every single time they transform. No, no, that is great. Are you kidding me? That oh, particle uh... effect is so cheesy and bad. It's perfect. Like the puff of smoke when they transform. That's amazing. Like yeah, but it, it's it's. <laughs> And their animal character an designs after, are great. It's, a, it's an Adobe After Images effect. Who cares like it's if so it's bad. an Adobe After Effect? Like, I just, I, no. No, no, no. It is, I just, okay. I, I got to compare shows about the Zodiac. So we got the Chinese Zodiac here, and we got Fruits Baskets, and then right next to it is you have the Zodiac War, Okay. Then we have the Zodiac oh, Killer. Oh, then we have no, Juni no, no, Tyson. No, no, no. no, he's talking about Juni, Juni Tyson. Juni Tyson. Now, I am much more interested in the Zodiac characters from Juni Tyson than I am Fruits Baskets. That, that's... <laughs> what? 
<laughs> we're talking about we're not even talking about apples and oranges. We're talking about cauliflower and the celestial bodies here. No, like no, no, no. there's no room for comparison. No, the only two things they have in common is that they're anime and they vaguely involve the zodiac. Both of them vaguely involve the no, zodiac. Functionally, they're the exact same anime. We're brought in episode one from a girl's perspective and we steadily get to meet the characters and learn about their backstories as the episodes progress and in every single one of these animes the mouse is an absolute asshole i don't know how much i can disagree with that but if you if you reduce everything to their base elements because like once again look at it the dog is the best character in both the zodiac war and in fruits baskets the mouse is an intolerable asshole that you want to watch die. Uh, the female characters aren't given nearly the amount of time to shine as they should. The boar is highly underappreciated in both of them. It's the exact same anime, except Juni Tyson is slightly better. Well, this is why we call Moth <laughs> the man with the banned opinions. <laughs> no, just trust me. Juni Tyson is just a better Fruits Baskets. Anyway, hey, Frog, uh, what, what's with this... Uh... TWRP music video. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched it for uh, the podcast right before he started airing, and and it's fucking amazing. I'm glad we could something I can say literally anything about. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick, before we get deep into it, um, yeah, I'm trying to decide here with that music video. Was it yeah. closer to Interstellar Five Five Five? That being the the Daft Punk music video, or That's is that where just... my mind went? Yeah, that's where my mind went as well. So, like, was it closer to Interstellar, or was it closer just to, like, the 1980s Monster of the Week stuff? Uh, hmm. it can be both. I don't know. It's it's I... it's definitely got Interstellar in it. It's got Daft Punk written all over it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in, to a point, I would say yeah, but whenever I was watching it, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking two things. First thing, Star Wars. Star Wars is just, it, right. it's, it jizzed on top of that. I mean, it reminded me of Guardians the of the Galaxy a little color. bit, too. I mean, that's, like, more recent example. Oh, yeah. Guess, but... but the other thing it reminded me of is that we do not have enough, fa- like, we don't have enough anime about, uh, sci-fi anime about people flying uh, spaceships. Yeah, there yeah. There just isn't enough of it. I agree. Uh, by the way, just we didn't clarify. This is a TWRP or Twerps uh, music video, Starlight Brigade. Uh, go watch it. Okay. Yeah, um, no, it's um I, I gotta be careful here because I have very unpopular opinions about <laughs> people in this. No, you have unpopular opinions about one person who is unrelated to this and one of the people in the music video just happens to be friends with that person. Yeah. Go away. It's just no no Danny Sexbang is and I'll I'll tell you this, he's got a great voice. And honestly, Ninja it. Sex Party has made me laugh a lot. I like Ninja Brian. And honestly, I like the character of Danny Sexbang. He just, he reminds me a lot of Jimmy Kimmel. And the fact that, like, Jimmy Kimmel what? did the man show in the 90s. And, like, it, you, you know Jimmy Kimmel. Like, the, the Today Show, like... I know, I know who like, he is. I'm. <laughs> yeah, he did the man show. And so Danny Sexbang got popular very similar to the way Jimmy Kimmel got big. Where he got popular with this outrageous, um, almost borderline chauvinistic persona he created. And we all get that it's a persona. We know the man show's not real. It's just meant to sell to a demographic. Like, we, we get that. But then Jimmy Kimmel goes out and becomes this, like, huge champion of social justice. And it's, it's okay. You can change. You can become a better person. But he refuses to acknowledge the persona he was and say this person is dead. And until I hear somebody say that or, like, somebody acknowledge, like, hey, this was a person I was that I'm not anymore or this is just an act, 
until I hear somebody say this, I can't support them. And it's it's stupid. It's a mental block on my part. I can't get over. What's that to do with Danny Sixbang, though? Because he's the exact same person. Like, he got popular with Ninja Sex Party. But he doesn't just acknowledge... He doesn't just not acknowledge his Danny Sixbang. He's still doing the Danny Sixbang character. Like, what's the problem? Frog, I I don't know if you can hear it, but what we're hearing right now is the sound of the galaxy (laughs) flying outside of Moth's brain as it expands (laughs) to a brand new state of being. As he... he His brain is in another dimension wherein these things happened, and we can only accept it... Because I get arguing, <laughs> I understand that being a point insane. of contention for you. Sure. Yeah, it's, but it's that just that I, 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 want people, I want people to acknowledge all they are. Honestly, Danny Sexbang, if you like actually go to his real Facebook account and like who he actually is, like his real day to day lifestyle, he is a wholesome, amazing, nice, well meaning person. And yeah. he's I think he just got engaged recently, and I'm super so. happy for him. Like he is in a great situation. But like I have a hard time creating a cognitive dissonance between the wholesome dude who's making music videos that I love and the dude who did like the dude who did Ninja Sex Party. It's like trying to watch a single Sylvester Stallone movie after seeing the Italian Stallion. You just can't do it. But Moff, you need like, you need to understand he's still Danny Sexbank. He's still (laughs) releasing those songs. Like he, like a few months ago, he released a a new music video where he's singing a song to his loser younger self. And it's the exact same shit that he used to make. I love that music video. Like that's amazing. The whole new new album came out this year, actually. I I think, I think it comes down to, I actually don't dislike Danny Sexbang, but anybody who associates with Aaron Hansen, (laughs) I have to find a reason to hate. Just because yeah, like, Aaron Hansen is such a garbage human being that, like, I have to find a reason to hate anybody who associates with him. Are we going to put this on the podcast? Yes, we are. They're like, I'll, I'll call it out. I don't like Aaron Hansen. Uh, Any, anything, anything that's that, that's not blatantly offensive, I'll leave it. Okay. Uh, Aaron Hansen, like, don't get me wrong. I think he's, like, obnoxious and he's he's has been and he's not as good as he used to be and when he was an animator he was much more interesting and now he's yeah. running out of things to say so he's become boring but i don't hate the guy though no yeah, no same it's, it's i i dislike him because he's a sociopath like that's a big jump <laughs> no, no, no 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 like you guys talked about reasons to dislike aaron hansen that i don't care about like a lot of guys from the original new ground crew don't really do much anymore i mean like uh I'm really happy that Rice Pirate and uh, Oni Cartoons and those guys are doing stuff, but a lot of the original Newgrounds animators have moved on, and I don't hold that against any of them. Like, you move on, you become an adult. My issue with Aaron Hansen is he became a producer, and he became a soulless producer. Like, he still creates content with his music videos, but he's a producer now. Like, he he gets a hold of new and coming artists, and, like, Maybe he sets them up right, but he is just a producer. He's a producer coasting off his old fame. Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't think he's as soulless as you say. I think, like, that's that's kind of the thing. Whenever, whenever he stopped feeling uh, Game Grumps, for example, he started to change it. Now I think they do more streams than anything else. No, um, they're still doing Game Grumps. Yeah, but it's different now. Oh like, yeah, for sure. I, I haven't like watched them in like uh, I think maybe one and a half, maybe two years now. I was big into them before, but uh, oh, yeah. I just kind of fell off. I'm not a huge fan of how the things have been going, but that's just me. Um, yeah, they're boring now. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. But um, no, I noticed. I noticed very recently they started uploading like stream vods. That's very yeah. odd. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. Uh, I don't think he's soulless. I think he's 
he he wants to help people like not only like other people he wants to help himself create other things yeah like he had that entire like he he has his own show on youtube premium uh that uh that was like produced by dan Harmon about him and a few of them being uh uh league of legends uh, uh competitive <laughs> players and Imagine i watched the first episode this. of that and it's not bad I've like heard they're actually doing things stuff. about that series I said it was not bad. I did not say it was a pinnacle <laughs> of human creation. Here. I never said that either. I just wanted. I just you said... could put it on the background and masturbate, and not worry about it. Basically, no. It's it's it's. I just I have a couple of events I watched happen with Aaron Hansen that just kind of permanently shitlisted him for me. No, I and get it, that. It's like people, it's, it's, they, Grumps have had some weird. Stuff well, no, there. like I I met him at a con. Uh, that that's actually oh. what probably put me down the road is when I actually met him in person. So, like, I meet him, I'm at a con in, in Texas because I was in the Air Force at the time, and I was just, right. I went out to a con that day, and the Game Grumps were there. Like, it was Aaron, uh, it was Aaron Hansen, he was there, and he was manning the booth, and I probably dropped, like, $200 worth of merch because I was a huge fan of, like, his stuff. He was, uh, he was actually with Oni and the guys, like, he was selling their merch as well, um... And I was talking to him and I didn't really, cause I, I know famous people don't like to be bothered, but I went up to him and I was like, Hey, uh, would it be okay uh, if I took a picture with you? Like, you know, could I, could I do this? And I had paid for stuff already. Like here's $200 worth of your merch in my bag. And I'm asking to take a picture of you. And I got this very reluctant. <sighs> All right. And he like shuffles himself out of his seat and like stands over by me. And he's like, is this good? And I was like, at, at this point, I'm like, not really feeling it anymore. I'm like, uh, sure. So I, I think to myself, I'm like, okay, maybe he's having a bad day. Like, cause people have bad days. It's always that one experience that ruins right. it for someone forever. Mm -hmm. But then after that, I just start noticing, like, he, he becomes like kind of an angrier person. Like it, maybe he'd already been, and I just started focusing more on it, but like, he broke up with JonTron, which was probably good for both of them. Like, yeah, that was good for both of them to break up with JonTron. But he breaks up with JonTron, and then he gets on the official podcast with Critical, and and this is years later. This is like two years ago. Yeah. He gets on the official podcast with Kaya and yeah, with Critical, and they do this episode. And the entire episode, he's just plugging like. The entire damn episode. He's just plugging uh, his tour company. He's plugging, like, the tours that he goes on. He's plugging what he does for content creators. And sure, if he creates a vehicle for content creators, awesome. I can respect that. But then Kaya is like, hey, you know, we're content creators. We're looking to expand. Can we work with you? And he goes, yeah, yeah, that'll be great. We can we can work together. Life will be great. You know, we can, we can set up tour buses and everything, and we can get you on tour. And then the very next episode, all of them are in a bad mood. Like, everyone on the official podcast is pissed. And uh, eventually, I think it was Kaya who breaks down and is like, yeah, so as soon as we hung up the call with Aaron Hansen, he blocked all of us on Discord. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. No, like, they, no, they were pissed. Like, they were mad. They're like, yeah, we were going to see about doing tours and, like, live performances together. And we couldn't message him. He didn't message all of us. And then as soon as the episode was uploaded, we tried to message him again, and we got that error that, like, you don't share any discords with this guy. Mm. So, uh, that's, yeah. They, that's crazy. Yeah, so, like, I, I see him very much as a – and it's it's terrible. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm a nobody bitching about Aaron Hansen. Like, I'm crucifying <laughs> this podcast. I just I, – I, I, don't, I don't like him. I see him as a very fake person. Danny Sexbang, I know I ripped on him earlier. He's fine. I'm fine with him. 
I got that cognitive dissonance I have a hard time with, but he's great. It's just anybody who associates with Aaron Hansen, I, I feel weird about. At the end of the day, you know, be it the 90s or the two, 2019s, it's always some long-haired bitch named Hansen that makes music <laughs> that got us all up in a tizzy. <laughs> Yeah, I liked Hanson, alright? As a band, like, it was just three brothers having fun. You heard it here first. He <laughs> likes Aaron Hanson. That was all fake. No, I like Hanson, not Aaron Hanson. It, it was all a ruse. I like the boy we band more than I like the animated. Drama. Alright, all right. so you were... let's let's move on <laughs> yep. to... The music video, the... it was great. We all loved it. Watch it. <laughs> yes, the, it, it, honestly, that, that music video is amazing. Yeah, no, it's... It, uh... it, it's crazy. It makes me want more of what it is. I yeah, I think I, I saw a lot of comments saying asking you like, can we just make this like a show, like or a movie yeah. or something? It's just be more of whatever the fuck this is. I want this. Can, can, can we just and abandon I mean, I, Starbomb and Ninja Sex Party and just do? Oh twerk? God, I uh, I don't like Starbomb. <laughs> I don't like Starbomb. Yeah, I Iron Hansen is not a rap boy. Uh, I mean, no. Here's the thing, right? Have you ever heard uh, Stamper like made a rap song? Uh, but, oh, about get, get millions! The tax yes, return. Right? I listen to that and, every single year when I do my taxes. And Aaron has a good verse in it. That yeah, he does. It's actually. really good. So he can no, do is, it. He can this, rap. This is terrible. I spent ten minutes ripping on Aaron Hansen, and Stamper <laughs> is like my favorite online personality <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Yeah, like Stamper. If I, I think I've told you guys this, but Stamper could just narrate an IKEA catalog, <laughs> and I would read it. Like, I would, and I would just I would, I would listen yeah. to it for hours. If like, Stamper appeared in front of me and said, mm, get on your knees, I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah, like, on? straight up. Like, we have your, your semen probably day. tastes like alcohol, but sure. Yeah, him and, like, Zach are just so fucking entertaining naturally. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, I I like Stamper a lot. And, uh, yeah, why, why are we talking about Stamper? Right, Fat Tax Refund. Watch that video, too. Yeah, Fat Refund. It's really good. Uh, I but, yeah, really yeah, but, wish there was an actual a, music video for it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, just a, a song. song. But it's got like, but Aaron does have a good verse in it. So this is why. So like, he can rap. He has rapped, and it, it's a good verse. I'm just. So why is Starbomb feel so weird? I don't know. Uh, I feel like uh, Aaron forces himself on Starbomb a lot. Like I don't feel like Starbomb <laughs> yeah. is organic. Like yeah, Ninja Sex Party organic. is organic. This twerp mm-hmm. feels very organic. I actually yeah. like the background band that Danny has, like the robot and everything. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, twerp. well that is Twerp actually. They, on the uh, no. on like the cover songs, the cover albums for Ninja Sex Party, Twerp does the background music. I have Under the Covers amazing. Volume Two signed right here. Like, I love that album. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like, amazing. And, and just to reiterate again, because I'm sure we lost everybody when I started railing on Danny. Like, <laughs> I don't have an issue with Danny. I like him. I like Twerp. I like his music a lot. Yeah. I just yeah, it's it's I, I have to find issue with anybody who associates with Aaron Hansen. <laughs> I understand. But he has to nitpick I, everything. I, he is I, the man with the band opinion. As a guy who's actually been a fan more of Twerp recently than Ninja Sex Party, not that I have anything against NSP, I love them, but like I've just uh, I, I feel like I've fallen out of love with them as a band and more of like I like them as a comedy group more like now. You know, yeah. you know what surprises me about them though, the people that I would never expect to like Ninja Sex Party loves them. Like, right? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you. I wouldn't imagine the LGBT community to love Ninja Sex Party because of, like, <laughs> the fact that he, originally he would rail on gay people in his songs. Like, <laughs> I mean, it and, wasn't but really they love him. It was just, like, a little jabs and stuff. Like, I remember, like, Ninja Brian's gay. That, yeah. That, Mostly Brian's gay. Mostly Brian's gay. 
they like I, I the weirdest people like them and it's it's funny like i like them they're fine uh but just like the, the people you would not expect to like ninja sex party loves them <laughs> yeah but but go listen to twerp all their all their, their last album which had the Charlie brigade on it is incredible it's like one of my favorite albums of last year i'm not i don't i don't Are, really like to talk about music very much on here but it's Whew, outside of album. Danny, do they like have any vocals? Because the only time I've ever heard vocals with them is when Danny's singing. They do have vocals. Uh, they have a lot of guests on the album actually for, from different vocalists, and also they sometimes do like the kind of a Daft Punk autotune voice. Uh, oh, cool. That's the only time they, they, they they're very Daft Punk inspired, but they're a lot more energetic. Uh, like Daft Punk usually makes these very like mellow, like. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I I'm no. well aware. I mean, yeah, but like just as and then and then you they're very funky, both of them, but. Uh, I think while Daft Punk goes to like kind of like the mellow funk vibes, Perp goes to more like the disco, high energy shit. It's it's also the ages in which these people grew up. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Daft Punk are in their forties, if not. I think fifties. Yeah. yeah, I love Daft Punk to death. By the so way. like, I grew up Daft on them. Punk, Daft Punk came in about the time of Devo, where like, or you're seeing like synthesizers and sampling tracks is a big thing. So a lot of Daft Punk's like mellow sounds and whatnot came from the limitations of the technology at their time. Whereas yeah. Twerp has Fruity Loops right in front of them. They have <laughs> FL Studio. So like, if you're going to talk about the fact that like Daft Punk is more mellow, it's like, yeah, because a lot of their stuff they had to make, like they didn't I mean, have machines that synthesized the noise. I think that's, I don't think that's necessarily true. They, they had stuff to make energetic tracks and they did make energetic tracks like aerodynamic and stuff. It's so not a, not like a calm track at all. But no, and, no, no. And, uh, superheroes is probably my favorite song by them. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, they they made an album like what 2013 I think. Uh, Ram. Yeah. Uh, which was Ram. Awesome. Random Access Memories. I think that which was 2012. Fantastic album. But it was still like the same kind of mellow vibe, right? It wasn't like they didn't change. I mean, they did change. It's still different, but it's got the same kind mm-hmm. of feel to it. It's got some more actual instruments rather than like electronic, which I, was a little bit like mm, okay. But it was still awesome. Uh, that's one of my favorite albums too. Which uh, uh, 2013, I, you were right. 2013, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, they won like the Grammy, I, I think. It won a couple uh, awards. It was weird because like they, I don't know. It, it was definitely Grammy, better than. Uh, it was definitely better than their third album that they spent six weeks in a coke fueled haze making. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, the one that uh, Technologics on. Oh, What's yeah. What's it called? Uh, school. Human after all. No, no. Human homework was their first homework. album, oh, and yeah, then okay. Discovery. Yeah. Discovery is like the perfect album. It's <laughs> Discovery is the perfect album. It's, so it's like fucking good. It's like a fever you can't sweat out. Like there's I, a few uh, select perfect albums on the planet yeah. and those two are right there. Yeah. It's that it, Discovery is so fucking perfect. Uh <laughs> sorry, hey, with you, uh that's probably a Leonard Skinner album. Like uh let's see. <laughs> uh Leonard Skinner discography. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty let's key see. though. Let's see here. <laughs> uh would you say that your favorite album by them is uh, Last Rebel? Would you, would you do you think their best album is uh, Nut and Fancy, or are you, you're more of a Last Rebel kind of guy? I'm more of a noose and a rafter kind of guy. <laughs> I don't actually know if that's one of their albums. <laughs> I don't know. At this point, with like Southern Rock, I could believe Noose and a Rafter is the name of an album. <laughs> <laughs> now, the noose and a rafter would be the, the name of uh, a, a country rap album that comes out today. Yeah, by Yellow Wolf, <laughs> featuring Lil Nas X. No, just featuring Eminem in every song, or else he's not going to sell a single track. I'm not afraid to kill myself. Oh, 
We're, we're uh, going to cut uh, that one, right? I'm really no. glad that burp was really clean so that no one has to hear it. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> well, no, 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 like, just do the audio scrub thing where, like, it sounds like you said something really offensive. Just auto-tune in to make it sound really yeah. sick. Just bleep it <laughs> and then say, like, Frog, you can't say the N-word like that. God! <laughs> this podcast is demonetized. <laughs> We're now on InfoWars. <laughs> <laughs> They're making the podcast gay! I mean, I'm okay with that. Like, our favorite anime this season is Sarah's On Mine. You don't get gayer than it's that. It's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, you can get gayer than that, and it's called that dude's last anime and Yuri Kuma. And I mean, we're you'll you you cannot enjoy Yuri Kuma because there's just not enough penises in it. Yuri Kuma's not gay though. Like Yuri Kuma has girls. What? In it. <laughs> Yuri Kuma is literally about how Japan society doesn't uh, accept LGBT people. No, like that's the that that is not even the subtext. That is the text of the narrative. <laughs> And it ends with these two people. Uh, the show ends with them kissing each other and one of the, the loving each other. And then society straight up kills them with guns because they're too they're, they're too radical. It is the gayest shit ever. Like Jesus Christ, there's so much lesbians in Yuri Kuma. It's got that, Yuri like, in the name. <laughs> yes, it's 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 the gayest show I've ever seen. So basically, it's tattoos, music video, all the things she said. Yes, but more gay. There's nothing more gay than tattoo. Ah, fuck! You got me there. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I'm, I'm not just going off here on a late '90s rant right now, am I? Uh, your your, Tat- your words are lost on me. Frog tattoo was a Scandinavian band uh, consisting of two girls who were both very much lesbians. Uh, and everyone in America assumed they were sisters. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're famous for all the things she said, which occasionally... All the things she said, running if through I, her head, running through her head, running through her head. You know, it's funny. It's 2019, in case you guys didn't know the current year. And <laughs> if I ever let Pandora or Spotify randomly do a, a workout album for me while I'm just working out and it chooses the songs... I will still get all the things she said on, like, remix. Whenever I listen to my, my YouTube music, because I have YouTube Premium, because I watch a lot of YouTube. What? Uh, whenever I listen so to... So you're the uh, single subscriber. Yeah, I was going to say, how does it feel being, like... <laughs> uh, it feels great knowing... How does it feel knowing you're the only person who's ever seen Cobra Kai? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the funniest thing is, I've not see seen it. Cobra Kai. I, keep like, I actually want to see Cobra Kai, but like, so literally, no this... one's seen Cobra Kai. Then, if you haven't yeah, seen no, Cobra... <laughs> you're the only person who has the power to, and you still haven't seen it. Dude, not even the director of Cobra Kai watched it while he was directing. <laughs> What's funny is, I want to watch Cobra Kai, but at this point, I'm in a standoff with YouTube that, like, I hate them so much, I don't want to give them any more money. I, I keep getting fucking ads for Cobra Kai. I don't fucking care about Cobra Kai. Shut the fuck up about Cobra Kai. Like, once again, while we're talking about Godzilla and the stuff I grew up on, like, Cobra, like, the Karate Kid, those first two movies, we ain't gonna talk about the third one, but, like, the first two, like, I want to see Cobra Kai. <laughs> Is, yeah, is, Karate is Kid is amazing. Uh, no, uh, C- Cobra Kai is the name of the bad guys in the first Karate Kid. And now they're the good guys. Oh. I yeah, think. I don't the, know because I don't watch the, it. The story is the main character, or no, the, the rival guy who was a piece of shit in the first Karate Kid, uh, he is now an adult and he's teaching karate and he's still a piece of shit and he's learning to not be a piece of shit. That's the whole thing. And I think he even like beats the shit out of a few kids. 
So wow. it's 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 generic white guy redemption arc. Uh, the thirty seventh <laughs> season of this shit to show up in two thousand nineteen. No, it, it's Trump supporter redemption arc. Actually, <laughs> it, I, from let's, what I hear, it, it does go there. Let's not get political, please. <laughs> let's like let's not say something that'll alienate people because I I'm at any given point like three minutes away from going on a Ron Paul rant, and I try so hard to prevent it all the time. So let's just not. Let's go on a RuPaul rant instead. I love RuPaul. Like RuPaul's amazing. My mom watches RuPaul's Drag Race, and I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Honestly, like RuPaul, I, I would not have known about RuPaul if not for AMV Hell. But like oh, RuPaul yeah. and anime <laughs> yes. music videos are a match made in heaven. Dude, I follow the Twitter only... called AMV Hell Highlights, and it's just oh, it's just. Mm. Wait, is AM... like last I checked, AMV Hell hasn't been around since like 2015. Like, they've tried uh, I, to reboot I, it I, countless times. I think it doesn't really happen, but people still have it, so they just, like, make highlights and stuff, and it's... Well, AMV Hell is, is has become a thing kind of like YouTube poops, where people yeah. occasionally will just release their own. Pretty yeah, much. and that's fine. Like, uh, I think there was one that they did, like, somebody was trying to recreate it, and it was just called AMV Hell Afterbirth or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like I, I like a lot of my humor originally was founded around AMV Hell, so I, I have a lot of respect for AMV Hell. Uh, I because because I'm because of the internet thing, I totally missed AMV Hell. Oh yeah, uh, basically, I think I think you can go on Google Video still and find AMV Hell three. Just don't watch uh, don't watch two zero divided by zero. Yeah, just don't watch those three, and you'll I be good. I think I've seen the movie. Yeah, AMV Hell 3, the movie, great. AMV Hell 4, okay. great. 5, 6, 7, great. Don't watch 0 divided by 0 or 2. What about 1? It's fine. It was just a 15-minute clip they shared at a convention once. It's great. Oh, okay. But going on to things that aren't great, let's talk about the primary source <laughs> of my internal struggle for the past few weeks. Your budding oh, sexuality? And... Oh, I, if only... Uh, let's talk about One Punch Man Season 2. Oh, yeah. Are we going to talk about the fact that, like, right as we mentioned that we want to rail on it, it suddenly picked up in quality super fast? <sighs> I it, don't agree. It's, uh, okay, I only watched up to season, episode 6. Okay. And and I ev- and apparently even the director was like, hey, guys, whenever the first episode was coming out, hey, guys, stick on to it, because, like, we're working really hard, Daijobu Death. And I'm like, I don't believe you. And even if, even if it reaches high tier quality in in ep- after episode six, everything before that was either the worst thing I've ever seen or bog standard to the point where I don't even consider it one One Punch Man. Well, let's 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 be fair, okay? Let's let's be very fair before we destroy One Punch Man for what it is. We know the history. Everybody should know the history that. Uh, Madhouse had been notorious up until the point of One Punch Man of refusing to do a second season of any anime. Like, they mm. came out and they said, oh, we will only so do rich. one I season. Love, no, I love this. And then they <laughs> drop One Punch Man. They're like, we're not going to do it, but we'll figure something out to do with One Punch Man. And then they do Overlord Season 2. And Every... then they just start cranking out season <laughs> after season after season. But then you're like, oh, so you guys are going to take care of One Punch Man like you're supposed to. And they're like, nah, we're going to give it to this studio that's not as good as Madhouse. And they and have we're one gonna year. we're going to give them a three-month deadline. <laughs> but, yeah. No, okay, but they didn't even the, get the, a year. They got like three like, months. It's not three months. It was like 11, 10 months. 
Yeah, but it's it's not nearly enough. It's, no, it's one not. Punch Man not even quality. close. On top of that, they wouldn't even let them have the same director that Madhouse got. Because that director, the only reason the first One Punch Man was any good is because of all the connections he had. None of the connections were there. Yeah. None of the resources were there. The only thing that's still there is Tokyo Jam Project did the intro again. But the, the animation isn't any good in the intro, though. No, no. It's I... not... It's not even the animation. It's the fact that for some reason the they put is... a texture over Genos. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. They got a weird shiny. No, okay. Here's the thing. Over, like, not even just that, but over, like, everyone's skin, there is a weird gradient. I don't know why. There's, like, <laughs> yeah, they give no. everyone a sunburn. Yeah. It's and Genos is the worst. Yeah, no. They give Genos, like, a goddamn, like, they made his fucking arms into platinum. <laughs> I'm still conv- I'm still convinced that it, Deadass, whenever he's on screen, that's just really good CGI, and they hit it really well. Because it doesn't look real. It, it, it's so uncanny and uncomfortable whenever he moves. I think the cardinal sin, though, for this one, like, my biggest complaint with One Punch Man is Metal Bat is my favorite hero. Like, hands down, Metal Bat is my favorite hero. And I was so excited for his fight, because in the manga... His big fight was against the centipede, and then it was against the hero killer. Like, you got two really good, really comedic fights, and it wasn't just bad that that fight was really poorly done. It was as soon as that fight was over, the animation picks up. It's like, oh, so my favorite... It's so bad. (laughs) So I just... I want to... I I want to really set my base here before we go forward i just want i want it on record because if it, in the event that someone who really likes one punch man listens to this we get some one punch stands if that happens i want it some things on the record okay i am not an anime elitist <laughs> i i I, oh, no. I don't i don't think an anime has to have Sakuga every five seconds. And and granted, the first season set a precedent and the second season doesn't live up to it. And that's its own issue. But I think that story alone can carry a show. One of my favorite shows is one called Bokurano. And that show looks like liquid ass. But it has really engaging story and really good direction. My issues with One Punch Man season uh, uh, two isn't that the animation is mediocre. It is. My issue is that they. It's it, it's less than mediocre. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. in parts, especially that fucking first episode. Like I, I'm a. When I was watching that first episode, I was actually the most offended. Whenever Saitama kills the bird creature, and you just don't see anything, it's just it cuts back to him, and it's on the ground outside. It's like if you want. Uh, if you want to convey that King is a way weaker than Saitama, you know what would be a really good way to show that? Showing Saitama atomizing the skull of a fucking bird, not just cut to black and then suddenly its body's on the ground. Like, that... He's called One Punch Man and we didn't get to see him throw a punch! No, it's... It's... I, I actually think that it's so poorly paced that one, who... One is an amazing mangaka as far as, like, writing goes... Like, yeah. one is great, uh, but the fact that the pacing is bad, like, everything is so bad that one's amazingly poorly drawn writing isn't coming to the mm-hmm. surface is terrible. Like, you don't even get the same jokes. Like, 
The fact that mm. Metal Bat beat himself in the face with his own baseball bat wasn't even conveyed. It looks like he made out with his baseball bat if you watch that scene. <laughs> he's like, oh, I just had to rub my face with this metal aluminum bat and I feel better. No, he beat himself in the face. Yeah, that, and that's 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 like the biggest problem. Whereas season one really captured the gravitas of the redraw of the manga, season two... It doesn't. It doesn't capture the character of the original, like say Mob Psycho does, and it doesn't capture anything uh, that has to do with the redraw that the original as uh, first season of the anime was more or less based on. It it feels like an anime with that has an identity, but also doesn't have one because it's just it's just there. Yeah, and it's 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 rough because we said this again. It's not J.C. Staff's fault. Like, I want to crap on J.C. Staff because I don't love them as a studio. It's not their fault. Madhouse, who's my favorite studio, screwed them. Absolutely screwed them. I'm someone who... I don't blame J.C. Staff, obviously. No, I don't think anybody does blame J.C. Staff. It's just been handled horribly. Even the fact, like like you said, it's getting better. It's not really on JC staff. Like they have the talent, they just didn't have the time. Yeah, time I don't know if it's anything. actually as on Madhouse as. And don't get me wrong, Madhouse having that we don't do sequels and then doing the garbage fire that is Overlord season everything. One hundred percent, I get it. But at the same time, One Punch Man had a production committee. Production committees are the ones that pay for it to get made. Madhouse said that they don't have time for it. And so the production committee said, hey, JC staff, get this out so we can make some money. Yeah, I so... don't I don't blame Madhouse as much as I do the people who wanted to make money off of One Punch Man. Yeah, no, it's uh it it I don't think it's a studio's fault if because a studio can say I don't want to do a second season. Even if it's suicide, they are allowed to say we don't want to do this and there's no problem with Also let's just talk about how the animation is just the, the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. Jesus Christ. No, it's it's you're you're giving it um I think we're giving it too much crap because it's in the shadow of a giant. Like if One Punch Man season one hadn't been so good, this season wouldn't be so bad. No. Okay, here's the deal. I will I will pull it back. I'll pull it back a little bit, just a little bit. That first episode is one of the most poorly animated pieces of media I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, that's that's I mean it it, it wasn't great, that's for sure, but once again, I think you're looking at it through coke lenses here's, or something. Here's an opinion I have, okay? So I don't even like One Punch Man season 1 that much. I Blasphemy, but go ahead. Don't even care about One Punch Man in general to be honest. <laughs> it's like I'm going to get crucified. Um, yeah, you are. In fact, but... I'm getting a tree right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like the first season. In spite a, of it, though. I'm a burn because a cross with looks, Kermit on it in your yard. Because it looks amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> maybe that is just a reflection. I can't, Maybe it's harder for me to judge season two that way. But they basically took away the one thing that I loved about One Punch Man. The one thing? Huh? The, no, they, the they one? Took, the one? They took away the one single I'm jumping, thing. I'm going to go and the, jump off this the, fucking The Megaka is talking. named One. Do you get it? I don't get it. But you, it no, 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 the Megaka is named One. The, the, the one thing? They took the Megaka out of the you, manga? Could you like, explain it? No, no. It's so, so the, so the Megaka goes by the surname One. <laughs> <laughs> My point being, 
that like I mean, this, this is probably like fucking illogical as shit but oh god oh, so stop just cut it out just cut all right continue so this might not make a lot of mistakes you might get crucified for this go ahead i mean i will but like because I, I just don't like one punch man that much i don't find the characters very appealing and that's like the biggest thing people like about it i assume is the characters but uh i don't know like when you i've, I've watched like the opening i watched like some of the first episode i didn't watch very much i'll, I'll be real i i just couldn't there's nothing there for me anymore it's it's because this is a bad example though because like you're saying that like i'm we're comparing it to the first season and looking at it badly because of that but take it in this way where firstly like when any aspect of a show is bad you know obviously objectively undermines its quality but undermines is the wrong word under it just it's it has less quality for sure if if the rest is equal but like if if the thing if one thing is the same like to say the writing quality is the same I, i assume no. Yes, it is. No. Fuck the you. jokes don't deliver nearly as well as they used to. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's well, a fault yes, of the animation that... direction. That's, yes, it's not that... a fault of the animation direction. Gintama have entire episodes of the show where they don't animate anything as a joke, but and it still delivers. Yeah, that's the that, thing, that, that... though. Isn't that, like, made for... I, I, isn't that not a manga, or am I wrong? No, Gintama's no, a, a manga. Okay. Yeah. Well, they might have, like, made some jokes for the manga specifically, or the anime specifically, I mean. Well, the, the problem... Okay, you'll continue, but I just want to explain also, something. Also, because one has very visual humor yes yes Gintama is a lot of dry jokes it's like you can't it's not going to adapt the same way uh the season one of one punch man made changes to some of its scenes and and even some of the the i think even the order of some of the plots you know like adaptation or something yes this second season is just straight up just more of an adaptation. That that's why it's it's and I'm not saying it's less funny because one, I'm saying it's less funny because as Frog was saying, the people it a hundred percent feels like the people who are making this and, and obviously it is, they don't have the same passion for the source material. No, I think as... I would disagree. I would say they do have the passion, they just didn't have the time. At the end of the day, I think time is what killed this anime. I would honestly say well, that budget yeah. committee or whatever you're talking about, the time limit killed the anime. Because, like, I... I, if I recall, the keyframe animator went to the hospital on multiple occasions for trying to make it good. Like, he just kept working. Here's the deal, though. You you go to the scenes that people have po- pointed out as being really well animated in Season 2, and they are not. They <laughs> are flashy, and there's lots of movement on the screen. But they're not well but... animated. They are I not well animated. Point towards like the the Gyaro, is it Gyaro? I don't His know. name's Garo. Garo, my bad. Uh, like people started like flinking this fight with Garo, Garo and like that guy. Or something. I, think, uh, I think it was that. Tank. Are you talking about Tank Top? Uh, uh, tank oh, yeah, Top guy. Tank Top guy. That's the one. And like, there's like, oh, it looks pretty good. I'm like, no, oh. they shook it a lot. <laughs> they yeah, hid it's... the animation from you, so you couldn't tell what was happening. And you when were, I f- you fell for it, you fool, you monkey, <laughs> you rube, you fucking Cro-Magnon, you fool. You <laughs> Whenever I first tiny. saw that in like, uh, I saw that in a clip on on uh, on Twitter, and it, uh, someone named Nino, who I follow, he's he's an all right guy. Um, he uh, he hey, so hey, he had retweeted hey, hey. R- someone quick, posting it. Let's let's not crucify or insult other content creators on this podcast. Uh, okay, I'm not. Hansen. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you caught Got that, him. Frog. 
But Nino had uh, he had retweeted. Let's not talk uh, about the that... when he called out uh, Mother's Basement like for like five minutes last time. <laughs> I'm go I prefer I Mother's been... Basement over Giga. Thank you. That's that's it. Nino retweeted the clip of that fight between Garo and Tank Top, where uh, people were saying, "Hey, look at the animation; it's gotten so much better." And his response to it was perfect. Stop talking. what i miss uh you missed the perfect response so yeah yeah so uh this guy his tweet was perfect perfect tweet right cool but yeah yeah yeah, he he said uh in response to that clip of uh garo fighting tank top uh Someone was saying, wow, they've gotten so much better. And his response was, if I've ever seen a damning with faint praise, this is it. Because that <laughs> yeah. fight, whenever whenever fucking Tank Top does his rush attack and it like does a zoom in on his feet and he's fucking doing tippy toes as he's rushing forward. I, I laughed when I saw that clip and I laughed in context when I watched the episode. It was the funniest shit I ever saw. Yeah. I People in a, in a well, in a server that we frequent uh we're talking about how <laughs> i think was it you hate was it you mike you, you said like they hid the animation really well in this episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah you know you're talking about a good show and you have to praise that when they hide the animation yeah the, the, they they hid the lack of animation yeah. really well oh, just, fuck. Just, it, it, i think that up. was episode six that i was that talking really about fucked me up remember less frames <laughs> equals more animation oh god <sighs> and that's the thing like you can do uh, you can do limited animation and it work and be good. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, Gintama actually has an entire episode dedicated yeah. to that joke. Like yeah. there's an entire episode where he's laying in bed for the entire episode talking about like his life and how wrong it's gone, and then it just ends with one of them kicking open the door and being like, "Are you just doing this because we ran out of animation budget?" <laughs> and that's great. You could do that. Wasn't there a Gainax show that did that? They were like the last episode was like drawn on paper. <laughs> That was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. The last two episodes of Evangelion. The last two episodes of Evangelion. It's actually not that they ran out of budget. They were just being super high concept. Yeah, I didn't and... watch Evangelion. Uh, I'm gonna get double crucified. Well, no, well, I haven't fine. either. It... I'm waiting for the Netflix airing of it to watch oh, it. Oh, fair it, enough. It airs uh, on June 26th. Uh, uh, a few. It'll come out on June 26th, uh, uh, like a week after my birthday. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where, like, I, I was growing up, uh, anime, when it started getting big on the internet, like, NGA, uh, or NGE, whatever it is, uh, that was one of the popular animes. Like, you had four. It was When They Cry, Neon Genesis Evangelion, One Piece, and Naruto. Like, those are the big four. Yeah. And so uh, I'm excited, because well, I, I missed it the first time around. It's... It's weird. We talk about shit that I missed because I didn't have the internet, but I I was there for Evangelion, and I had no one to talk to about it either. Like it was just I I had that that and Fully Cooley are two shows I had in a complete and total vacuum because I had no one to talk to about them. So I have super high reverence for them because the whole like <laughs> the whole environment on the internet of X thing is shit because of some small thing that I don't like. Uh, which we every single one of us is guilty of. So I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even throwing oh, up individuals like, under the bus. Sayonara, depression, sensei. Hate it. Sucks. 
Mm, you also hate Killer Kills, the best enemy I, ever made. But we won't I absolutely that. hate Killer Kill. Okay. And I'll tell you, I told you why I hate Killer Kill. If they just switched the gender the of every single character, Killer Kill would have been good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay down some some stuff here. I, I'm a Trigger <laughs> fanboy. Everyone knows this. I I love pretty much everything they've made. I, I'm not a huge fan of Killer Kill though. Yeah, because it's bad. It's not bad. It's mediocre. Yeah, it's it's mostly mediocre with an okay animation. It's budget. got some you know, really it's... fun characters. Yeah, and it got a fighting game it didn't deserve. Uh, the fighting game's not out yet. I will yet. honestly say that uh, without Zone, Kill a Kill would not have been as popular as it is. <laughs> that is crazy. No, that's you no, you do not you do not need someone making porn parodies of a show that has that much edgy in it. Okay. No, I mean, that was that 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 was like made after the show blew up. That was like two years after it was over, fucking over. Yeah, Listen, and nobody like I, I don't kill know. Kill a kill, kill a kill, is like legitimately boring. a fantastic show. Boring. It's all right. I didn't finish it though. You didn't. Oh my god! I got like I'm most talking of the way with through. one of the worst people, and also someone who dropped. What, I, I I just I got like sixteen episodes in, and I was like, I just don't. There's care. sixteen episodes. I thought there were only like twelve. There's twenty four. Holy crap! Listen, I am the biggest like Gurren fanboy ever. You yeah. know this. Gurren I, Logan's I love great. Ta- it's my favorite anime of all time. I will fucking fight people to the death for it. And that this is the same person telling you that I don't like Kill a Kill that much. It's like I'm not like coming out of place of like ignorance here. I just didn't like it, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean Kill a Kill more like the fans make me kill myself. Good one, man. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mike, I'm gonna uh, fucking kill myself. Yeah, you're alone in this podcast, by the way. You have two people who dislike Kill a Kill. How does that make you I feel? I don't dislike it. I just didn't love it. That's all. Uh, it's, I it's, it's, it's like, like think, a six. Frog, you know those people that say that Gridban is a bad show? and they It is a bad it? show. It was okay. boring. Okay. Okay. You didn't finish it, did you? Grid, Gridman's boring. I made it like three episodes in, and I was like, oh, I am so why. bored. That's why you find it boring. Okay. Gridman has one of the best trigger like pull like it is like, a fucking mind life affirming messages that has ever been <laughs> in know, a trigger or guy next work i i, I feel is... like i feel like at this point trigger is one of those studios where it's just like all the people who are it's like the it's like the miami dolphins like all the people who are fans of trigger put them on this shrine that like trigger can oh, no. do no, no wrong no 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 no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no not no, even no, no, i don't no, no. i don't like kill a kill <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a like, huge uh, fan. It's just, it's just like Nin- trigger. Ninja fans Slayer are from it is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Kiz Niver fell apart in the last five episodes. Like they are not bulletproof, but every single thing they've made, with the exception of Ninja Flare Slum, Ninja Flare Slum, Ninja Slayers from Flum. I find something I enjoy in, and most of their works are some that touch me emotionally and physically, not really physically. I'm not. I'm not I one just, to actually uh, yeah, do the whole. Whatever. It's that surface level touching you emotionally. Oh, it's that, you it's need that to go. Forcing <laughs> you to be emotionally touched because they're no. making it emotional. Like you know, what no. has one of the most emotional endings I've ever seen in an anime. Uh, 
This bitch is going to bring up some bullshit. No, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has an amazing emotional ending. Because you spent 60 episodes on this wonderful journey with this great group of people. And then you get an entire episode where you see all of them be happy. And it ends. And it's great. Like, Gurren Logan did that as well. But then, you two need to watch Little Witch Academia. I oh my gosh! Okay, you mean okay, Trash me Can Factory? Hear me out. I watched four episodes. That's it. Yeah, Little Witch Academia is not good either. Okay, no, it's, I'm not going to say it's like it's I haven't seen trash. I haven't seen Little, enough of it to judge it properly. I just wasn't interested at the time. No, Little Witch Moe Academia trash. has one of the most complex interwoven narratives that no, I've seen it in doesn't. a fucking it's anime. Stupid, Go useless Moe characters <laughs> acting cute. That's you, all no, it no, it has this great narrative. It, it, it's it's, it is it's just, fucking amazing. It's about how no matter what you should you shouldn't give up on what you dream. Every anime is a five out of ten. It's just, it's Happy Tree Friends the anime. It's not good. What? What are you even talking about anymore? This is the world, what the is this world we live we in. This Why is, is this? I was really hoping was going to happen. Last week There's was a like mistake not... in the function of your brain. It's called autism. Last week was not Moth I Know. This is Moth I Know. Well, I had to be careful last week. Like, you got to realize every time you get 100% moth takes, we're going to lose viewers. Like, we are absolutely going to lose viewers. No, moth. No, we're going to get like, viewers, uh, and they're not the ones we want. You're going to be like our Carl Pinkington. You're going to be like that guy we just picked the brain of and see what the fuck's up with it. <laughs> it's just like, what have I done on this episode? I've compared the Zodiac War to Fruits Baskets. I've railed on the golden child of the internet, Danny Sexbang. And now I'm comparing Happy Tree Friends the Little Witch Academy. <laughs> like, if we have any viewers at the end of this, I'll be impressed. Okay, no, but, like, Gridman's actually fucking amazing. Yes. And you is. have to finish it to get why no. it's amazing. It's not. You act, you, I mean, 100%. Like, the, I, I was in on Gridman at the beginning because I am... Here's, I was a fan of the original... I was a fan of the original... Not even Tokusatsu. I was a fan of the original Gridman. I showed, like, <laughs> growing up. It came out in 93, the year I was born. I li- I grew up with that shit. I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell our viewers right now, right now, instead of watching Gridman, just watch Demon Bane. Oh, God. It's much better. <laughs> Earlier this week, I linked... He won't watch <laughs> Kill a Kill because it's got boobs. He'll recommend Demon Bane. <laughs> Demon Bane is an eldritch mecha anime, and that's all it is. It's giant robots fighting eldritch abominations. That's the entire anime, and there's no other content. The only eldritch <laughs> abomination I want to fight is you. <laughs> it's even got Herbert West in it. I mean, what more could you want from an anime? <laughs> Earlier this week... I sent a link to a video in the group chat about Gridman. Fuck, I can't even fucking talk. Was it Mother's Basement? No, believe it or not. Fuck no. It was from a, a very small boy called Man Mode. Uh, second best guy ever. Second best guy. It was, it was a great video. Awesome. And he had a very similar complaint to you, Moth. He had he thought that the, the first, not even three episodes, the first five episodes of the show were really boring. Okay, 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 let me, let me, okay, you guys he, have played MMOs, right? Okay, like, listen. you've played, no, 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 like, no, no, Final no. Fantasy or World of Warcraft, right? No, I hate, I hate, I hate they're, okay, they suck, okay. they're all fucking but, terrible, stop. Okay, then, perfect, so listen, so when you get recommended an MMO, and you start playing, and you're level 30, and all you've done is killed fucking kobolds for 28 hours straight, and your buddy's like, no, 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 bro, you gotta get to level 60, trust me, the game is a lot of fun at level okay, 60, I, I what the you. hell am I doing from I level 1 to 59? I understand. No, I'm with you 100%. But 
hear me out. <laughs> it kind of matters that it's boring. No, you cannot use that no, as a defense. I'm not you can't say actually, it's good no, because no, it's the, boring. It's part of the plot. How it is that is, good? That is part bad writing. It's not bad writing. It's so good. It's such good writing. You don't get it. It's good because it's boring. What kind of bullcrap no, is this? Sarah Zonmai has shit that doesn't make sense until eight episodes in. That's good. This is Mom, boring bullshit. No, writing. it's not. Mom, you don't even like Sarah Zonmai for the story. You like it because it's gay. <laughs> Here's the thing, they're, even early on, they're putting little hints together and little plot threads and little things like, oh, what's that? Oh, what's this? But you don't catch on that, apparently. It's, it's supposed it's, to get intrigue, but it... You can't just call white motives genius writing. It's like, a, no. Uh, you can't wanna, say a white motive makes something good. I don't want to like, spoil it because I don't want to ruin it for you when you do watch it, but... I'm not I, going to watch oh, it. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It's so no, it's... <laughs> Stop singing, Mike. <laughs> if my freaking opinions on Danny Sexbang aren't going to cost us the audience, your singing is. <laughs> How long have we been going for? Two hours. And, almost. And it's, that's been it's, the it's We Hate hours. Anime Podcast. Your source for the biggest pieces of bullshit this side of the internet. I'm, I hate anime, <laughs> a.k.a. English Mike. You can follow me at... <laughs> Follow me at Annie Mikeru on Twitter. Uh, Frog has some things. You go fucking ahead I, while I just breathe for a second. Follow me on Twitch and Twitter at Frog King F R zero G K one N G. Both of them. That uh, and Moth has stuff. Probably I don't know. Does he? I no, no. Like I'm not giving our audience my Facebook account. Like no. <laughs> They just. No, t- t- Here's the thing. <laughs> this podcast's audience is either going to be on Moth's side 100% or it will create a brigade and we don't know yet, so I understand. Tell you what, tell you what, when we have an audience, like if we get like 500 likes on Twitter, I will get on our Twitter account. And you know what I'm going to post? I'm not going to post like stuff related to our content. I'm just going to post my conspiracy theories. Like <laughs> our entire Twitter feed is just going to be theories about the New World Order. That's it. Ugh. And how anime is responsible for it. I, I, I can't wait for that time. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining <laughs> us. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I'm going to go soak my feet and rest my head and think not of this conversation. <laughs> and just remember, Kill a Kill is bad, and so is Trigger. <laughs>